sometimes it's okay for a dad to say no. Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Scott, we haven't talked live in like two weeks. I mean, we weren't here last week. I don't even know what you played last week. I have been running like a million miles an hour. So you could have done something really cool or not cool. And I don't even know it. So how are you doing? I don't remember what I played last week either, but uh, I know it. I'm good. You guys can, who come up to me and go, "Yeah, I really love this show." Is about, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even remember that conversation. <laughs> so things are going good. Yes. How about a Henry update? I was thinking about that. He is doing well, and they passed a major, major milestone the other day, which is his. He reached his due date. Wow! Which uh, oh, wow! Yeah, was wow. Quite the milestone because, you know, there was some time there where we didn't know if he was going to make it to his due date. So, wow, that was pretty cool. I was in a restaurant in Florida and uh, this past weekend and a guy came up to me and he goes, he's showing me this picture of a baby. And I'm like, uh, yeah, he goes, oh, this is we had a whatever uh, two pound baby mm. premature and she's 15 now and she's over in the the other part of the restaurant awesome. and he just wanted to encourage you and us and everybody who'd been praying and the parents of course um but that's always kind of fun to connect with other dads that is cool thank you thank you whoever you are <laughs> should have gotten his name i wish i was by the way that's i meet you guys all the time and sometimes we talk and i forget to i should write down your names because you know at the beginning of a speaking event or whatever, there are a lot of names to be remembered, and I just can't always remember. Yeah. Uh, I just got a, a a text from Jeremy Bain. Jeremy's been on the show once, maybe even twice. Uh, he was a co-host with you, wasn't he? I think so, yes. Scott <laughs> <laughs> has no idea. I haven't even woken up yet. Don't get I that. think so, sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but Jeremy sent me a picture of it. He said he was enjoying the good life this past weekend. It's one of those foot shots, you know, like where you're kind of lounged out and you're taking it across your feet. Yeah. Um, and there's a, you're obviously in a campground with a big RV in the background. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing rig. Is that yours? And he goes, better. It's my in-laws. So that is exactly <laughs> the right answer, which my kids have all adopted. I don't need that. My dad has one. So it's good. It's good. What are dads for, if not that? Exactly. But it's busy here in northern Indiana. Uh, we were at the big giant homeschool convention in Orlando, Florida this past weekend. And uh, we finished it up. Had a good time. Finished it up Saturday night. Sunday morning, we took off. About 8.30, we drove all the way home, 1,100 miles, which was so easy when with not in an RV. The RV is fun to drive, and it is does make you don't have to stop for bathroom. But you just can't go as fast. And every, every stop 
takes a while, even though you can go, I think it took me like four or five Phillips on the way down. And my RV can almost do it in one Phillip, you know, you say 1100 miles, almost 1100 miles. Yeah. That is not easy at all. Period. That's no, insane, wow. dude. When you're a driving monster like me, wow. not that big a deal, but turning around, uh, as we're le- I'm leaving with my son Jed tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. for Houston, Texas, the Woodlands for uh, Texas Homeschool Coalition. Leaving tomorrow uh, to get there bright and early for four days. Um, it's going to be a long, wonderful weekend. I'm hoping Jed will be a lot of fun. Sometimes he kind of gets in that I'm quiet, like you have to drag every word out of him. Give him a basketball and he's good to go or a volleyball, but uh, words are a little more. So how are you feeling? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. You want to go with that? <laughs> so I'm hoping it's fun. I'll try to make it fun. You know, we'll, we'll buy some treats along the way. Um, do some ice cream or mm-hmm. something like that. Are you flying there? We are flying there. Then we get home on Sunday and then drive to Iowa and then come back that weekend. And then my wife and I are going to Oregon the next weekend. So it's a busy time, but then we're done mm. and I'll be done by then. I'm feeling the fatigue already. Wow. That's yeah. more travel than I can handle. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's so cool meeting all the dads and moms and just hearing how kind of you're in the same spot. Cause you know, Scott, and the the gory details and I and I don't share them with everybody, but uh, on the way down, my wife and I kind of ran into a hard spot in married life, and I mean it was bad, it was hard, it was ugly. It made the first day of the conference, and I texted one of the guys who had been praying for us, and I just said, "Hey, I need your prayers. We're stuck," mm-hmm. and we got unstuck, and life is good now. But, you know, it somehow it's comforting when some other guy tells me they're in a hard spot. And I'm like, oh, I love hearing that. So, Dad, again, if you ever think that I have it all together, I don't. Scott does, but I don't. You know, (laughs) I was Um, just going to say, in the interest of that, I had a dad meltdown this past week (laughs) with my eldest son. Uh, where I ended up having to apologize for some things I said, and he just set me off, man, and I lost yeah. it. So I know it. It's not I fun. hate that too, mm. because you got. I mean, I mean, you know when, and we've all been there where you're in this really good spot, mm-hmm. and you and your wife feel really close, or maybe you and your kids are just having a blast, and you say to yourself, you know. I'm always going to be like this because this is so much better. <laughs> you know, why don't we just stay loving forever? And I'll just always respond. The, and then, boom, you can almost see it unravel and it, and it goes. And it's just terrible. I hate it, you know. But it, somehow I get comfort knowing that it's normal. And really, I remind my wife because sometimes she'll think, you know, why do we, why are we so mean to each other when we're married? And I'll say to her, because that's what married people do. Mm-hmm. You know, because married people are mean to each other. You know, dads are mean to their kids and kids say mean, hateful things. My dad often says, you know, if your kid and I probably said it here many times, 
If your kids don't tell you they hate you, it means they're not talking to you. You know, don't be shocked when it happens. Don't, it's not the, it's not a sign that you failed. It's a sign that you're engaged because engaged people, you know, like when you're not engaged, you don't care. You know, uh, uh, I don't get mad when, you know, the guy at McDonald's, whatever, says something. I, I just don't care. I'm like, I just like, yeah, whatever. But sometimes I get so hurt and cut and, you know, and I let it grow to something super ugly with, with the people I love the most. And, and you know, Scott, you even said your oldest son. I know sometimes that's, that seems to be a pattern. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there are certain kids that you're just like, you love them to death. You do. But they just know. They don't know how to push your buttons because I don't think they're purposefully pushing your buttons. But there's something about them that is a giant button pusher. Yeah. You know, and I and I even hate that because I hate knowing that my hard kids know they're hard kids, you know, because I don't want them to think they're hard kids. I want them to think, yeah, dad thinks I'm easy. <laughs> you know, th this might have been a victory moment uh, a day or so later when my that same son asked me if we have favorites in our family, because apparently all of his friends believe that their families have favorites like yeah. the, the parents have favorite kids and when luke says he you know oh, we don't do that in our family they're, they're like awesome. yeah we don't believe you and so he asked me like do you do you have favorites and i was like no we try to love you all the same and but I, we I, don't like <laughs> any of you well <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was that would have been a better response for me and actually more <laughs> typical but um, <laughs> But uh, I actually, this is as an assumption that we like you. <laughs> I did explain how it is hard at times to like <laughs> a child or another, but you go through that with each child at some point, right, you know. And right. and I also mentioned that you know your kids know whether you like them or not, mm. and you got to work on that as a parent. And you know, it's it just is what it is. So. It is what it is, you know, and really, I think that's what you just said to him was is so important because I just think I want my kids to see the struggle. I want yeah. them to see us because I think it's a dessert. We we give our kids a disservice if they don't see the struggle and somehow they get to their parenting and they think and they get to the end and they think, well, my parents never had this problem. Right. You know, this wasn't there. I mean, I was talking to a mom two weeks ago my kids will never have that problem todd <laughs> they're always like that's Dad good. always screwed this stuff up <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah whoa well you should see my parents but there was a mom who said you know that that she and her husband went through a really hard time and and i know it was hard for her to say it but she said you know infidelity was involved and she said it sweetly um but she goes you know i haven't told my I think 15 or 16 year old daughter yet. She goes, I know that conversation will happen one of these days. And really, I know she was dreading it. I don't blame her. We don't, who wants to dredge up your old failures, but how amazing to be able to tell an adult ch child and 15 is probably not the right age. You know, maybe that's an uh, older conversation, but to be able to say to a child, you know, your mom and dad, we failed, but we stayed married and we've worked through that because one day your kids are going to fail in some area, maybe that area. And to say, you know, my parents made it through. They didn't give up. 
is an amazing thing. So Amen. There you go. There you go. But I do think, Scott, you know how I don't know why, but when I'm out traveling, when I'm out in the real world, there are just times where I feel, you know, you have those random dad thoughts, you know, where you might see this dad who's doing such a great job with his kids and, you know, they're just playing and and you're just struck again by what a great team we're a part of. But there were a couple of thoughts that I just had those random thoughts. One of those was I had several dads come up to me in Florida and just they didn't like talk tons. You know, dads do usually there are some dads who come up and they talk a lot and they stop by again and again and again. And there are other dads who just like they hang around the edges until no one's there, you know, on the very last day. And then they'll just say, you know, something like, you know, I've been part of the family command team for a long time. And I just wanted to, you know, and they just like, you can tell it takes them a lot of courage. But I had a couple dads, several dads who just came up and it was so encouraging to my heart and just say, hey, thanks for doing this for a long time. You know, thanks for being the encourager for years and years, because sometimes you start to feel, I don't know if you've ever felt this guy, but sometimes I start to feel like Bill Gaither, you know, <laughs> like you got these young guys who are like, they're, they're topping the charts, you know, and they've got 7 trillion followers and I'm still going something beautiful, you know? Yes. And, and kind of like, oh, yeah, he's the old guy now. Uh, oh, yeah, Todd, he's great. I don't listen to him anymore, but he was so good in his day. I can feel that way. And it was just so encouraging to have these dads come up and just tell me that. And not just because I felt encouraged, but I feel encouraged by these long-term dad relationships. Uh, I was telling Michael Costo, Michael's been on the show. He was on the show mm-hmm. a long time ago. I told Michael Costo that he wasn't at this Florida event that he always was and said, I missed him, you know. Um, But it's weird when you've been kind of traveling these same paths with bunches of guys, different dads. Kevin Rex Road, he was at the Family Man Rally. I saw him and haven't seen him for years. He sent when my first grandchild was born, Renly, sent a little Minnie Mouse hat that you would buy at the Walt Disney World Park and it has you know the ears and it it has our name embroidered on it and just you know just those relationships are so important to me or so meaningful to me and dad as you listen to this I hope you know that's how I feel about you even if we've never talked and really again you're welcome to text me anytime I love it when dads text me 574-253-1663 just tell me your name though. You know, don't don't just write and not tell me your name because I'm always like, and who are you? <laughs> um, so tell me. Um, and don't assume that I have it in my phone or email me at, at familyman at familymanweb.com or you can email Scott at Scott at unsocializedmedia.com. You know, and it's just is soothing to my heart. So Thanks for being on the team. Thanks for being on the team. Here's my other random thought. And then I got to go because our grandkids are coming over this morning. And I mean, I've got a full day. I got to, I just unpacked the the camper yesterday and I've got to pack my suitcases to go to Houston, our boxes. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff on our uh, little plate today. But my other random thought was this. And Scott, I don't know if I've ever shared this before. 
and I, I don't want to step on any toes and I, and I hope I'm not because, or maybe I do, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know any personal examples. Maybe that's a good way to say this. So I am not thinking, Oh dad, if you were there, but this event that I was at had lots of stuff going on. I mean, they didn't just have a homeschool conference. They had a, a master's uh, kind of contest where they had all these musicians come in. I mean, gobs and gobs and gobs of kids and they're participating, getting awards and they had a big graduation. But one of the nights they had a a prom, I guess, prom dance. And it wasn't around it, but I was unloading. I was moving my vehicle back into position and I was coming back to the room. And I saw lots of people who were obviously participating in this problem. And you see them, Scott, you know, when you go on some Friday or Saturday night, when you go to wherever, Fazoli's, and you see a bunch of teenagers who are super dressed up. And I guess guess what I was struck by, because I would like to think that, you know, most all these kids, not all were Christians, not believers, but I would guess a, a, a large majority would say they were. And I just saw lots and lots of girls who, how do you say this gently? Look like bimbos. <laughs> Is that gentle enough? Um, I mean, their dresses were so short. It was just surprisingly short or there was so much skin. I mean, and they would be in big groups and they all look the same, you know? And I just think... Sometimes it's okay for a dad to say, no, you can't wear that. You remember uh, several years ago, Scott, when you remember the Duck Dynasty guys? They've kind of like disappeared from all um, news. But Willie, he was the head chief Duck Dynasty guy. He's the one who always wore a bandana, kind of the spokesperson that his daughter, I think her name is Sadie. Uh, who is like risen to stardom now, I think. Mm. But there was something in the news about she was picking out a prom dress or something, a dance dress. And her dad, and she she made this comment that I have to get my dad's approval because it has to be. And the news media, I mean, just unleashed on her. Like, what kind of what kind of monster do you live with? You know, who tells his daughter what she can or cannot wear. And you know, I think it, it. we should have applauded him. And I know lots did. But that's what dads do. Dads say no. Um, you know, to lots of different things. I don't know if we feel like we've been silenced and that we can't say, we can't raise our opinion because I can't believe that any, and again, this sounds so harsh, that any thinking dad would let his daughter go looking like that with some boys who are staring at everything. And I'm just thinking... Warning, warning, warning. So, Dad, you can say, you know, you look beautiful, but you can't wear that. You know, or you can say, hey, no way my daughter's going out like that. You get in there and put some clothes on. Um, That's what dads are supposed to do. Does that sound overly harsh, Scott? Not at all. Okay, I know I didn't sound harsh in the way I said it, but. Uh, You're good. And in other things, too, you know, whether that's. I know we don't want to tell our boys how to cut their hair or I'm good with saying, hey, that's just too long. You know, it's not a matter of, you know, your soul or your salvation. But, hey, you know, I know other people look at you this way when you wear your hair like that. So you're going to have to get it cut. 
when you're all grown up, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. My daughter, Maggie, she's 19. You know, I know Maggie's going to get it like one of those nose chips. And I don't tell me if your girls have them, Scott, because I don't want to know. But I don't like them. I don't think it has anything to do with their hearts. I don't think anything has to do with anything. I just don't like them. And so Maggie will say, hey, Dad, I would like the nose ring. And I'm like, you're not getting one and what as long as you're in my house. And she goes, well, don't you think it'd be neat? And I said to her, Maggie, if someday you get a nose ring, I will tell you it looks awesome. But inside, I will not like it. I'm just letting you know. Um, because I don't like it. And I think that's what dads are supposed to. In fact, in the Bible, it says our dads, our fathers disciplined us and we respected them for it. I think somehow we want our our dads to say, nah, you can't do that. And I think we're okay. They may complain about it, but I think they want us to. So dad, if I, could I just strengthen your resolve maybe a little bit and maybe encourage you to stiffen your backbone? Um, especially, I think, as far as it comes to our daughters and modesty, really, I feel like we're handing our daughters and our potential son-in-laws, you know, these loaded guns and it's bad. I think that something bad could come out of this. Plus it just says, you know, I just don't want my daughter to feel like she has to, to compete in the, with the, the way the world thinks. And I know, I mean, I mean, I've got a son who's a sneakerhead. Do you know what a sneakerhead is, Scott? I believe you've explained that before. Okay, <laughs> he has well, lots of sneakers or likes them a right, lot. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and I've tried to tell him, and he thinks things are cool. I mean, he's like, he wants a Louis Vuitton wallet. And I'm like, mm. why? Only drug dealers and rap stars have those. But he sees them and he thinks they're cool. And I, and I try to go... Well, you know, God looks on the inside and he doesn't care about the outside. And I know my son knows that, but sometimes it has a hard pull. And so maybe dads just keep saying it over and over and over again until one day they go, oh, yeah, that's right. And maybe they understand it. I think that's the same thing. Maybe that same thing we were talking about at the beginning. You know, we we let our kids see the real us, the real ugly us, and we apologize so that one day they can deal with it. Maybe we have these moments of wrestling and we try to hold to a standard that they may not even understand. And I shouldn't even say a standard. Maybe we just hold to a. I like to make my standard up as, you know, from moment to moment. <laughs> let it <Yes>. shift. Because <laughs> some of them we do. I mean, my son and I've had several sons who do this and daughters. I mean, they they can logically think around me. You know, they'll say, yeah, dad, but what about this? I'm like, yep, I get it. I understand. I'm wrong. I know that. But this is what we're, this is our standard of the day. Um, <laughs> and I think they're kind of okay with that. Well, and to not to muddy the waters too much, but, you know, I to take a little bit of the flip side of this argument, it's, you got to pick and choose your battles because, you know, right. like the, the Louis Vuitton wallet, I have no idea what those cost and how stupid of an idea that is, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's but stupid. my, you know, my kids, they all find something to waste their money on. And I'm like, yeah, when you're a teenager and you don't have a clue what's going on, you got to find something to waste some money on. So, you know, and I don't know how, I'm, like I try and guide them, but it's like, how much do I really want to fight about this? I just make this up as I go. So I don't ever feel like I'm really doing a great job, but 
<laughs> that's but that's what dads are supposed exactly. to do we're supposed to make it up as we go i mean i just run away from really all dads who have too much of a plan you know i'll tell you just from my vantage point because i am like bill gaither <laughs> it just doesn't it's not sustainable and some of those things where dads have drawn lines and they uh don't make it up. They say, this is what I do. And this is what I'm going to stick by. You know, sometimes that ends up badly. Yep. Well, hey, dad, I'm out of time. I got to go. I've got some grandkids coming in here in just a few minutes. I got to do a little bit of uh, pops time and corral them while my daughter-in-law goes to the dentist. But uh, if you remember to be, as you hear this, would you pray for us as Jed and I, uh, my 15-year-old son, are flying to Houston, the Woodlands. Hey, Scott, I almost forgot to say, dad's. This is the last week, really, to get your You to Dad Family Man t-shirt for Father's Day. If you want a good idea for your wife or for your kids, send them over that way or buy it yourself. Scott, you have yours, right? Yes, I do. It is awesome. What do you think? Oh, it's the best t-shirt I've ever had. I do. Are, I mean, are you just surf... saying that? or is, I mean, oh. really, it is a great shirt, isn't it? It's the surf shirt, man. I love it. I'm into surfing, so it's like the surf shop family man t-shirt. It's, it's super so cool. cool. It's super soft. Yes. Um, you know, it's kind of like a Ron John surf shop shirt. Um, I mean, it looks just like it, actually. But here's the good thing about it. I don't know. Scott, have you ever had a Ron John shirt? No, but I've seen them. Okay, I've got one. I bought one last year when I was in New Jersey. The way they make it, you know that big logo that's on the back of your shirt? Mm -hmm. In a regular Ron John shirt, it is. It heats up in the sun. I mean, it feels like you've got a patch on your back that is just heating up in that shape. Um, this shirt doesn't do it. And the Ron John shirts are really thick. This one is soft. It's great. But if you want it by Father's Day, you got to order it like right now in the next couple of days. So uh, let your wife know you want, want one. You know, I know I'm going to be running short on some sizes, so get it done right away. And... There you go. That's my commercial. And uh, I appreciate just I appreciate you again. I thanks for thanks for being on the team. Um, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and by life, by marriage, by parenting. Just keep making it up, but don't stop. Don't give up. Don't grow weary because you'll reap a reward if you don't grow weary and stop. You do it because you did add. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us, Dad. Have a great week. Who is interrupting us? I demand to know. <laughs> it's my son, Abe. Hold on, Scott. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm sitting here making a great point, and Todd's not even paying attention. He muted me and is talking to his son. Doesn't even have his headphones on. Hey, caramba. Valuable advertising dollars.
going down the drain here. Sorry. <laughs> okay, go okay. ahead. In the future, <laughs> we're just going to have AI play the role of Todd when he does this, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they could probably, it could probably do it. Okay, <laughs> let's hurry up, Scott. Go ahead. Say uh, what you're saying. I don't know. I think I was probably done. <laughs>